What's up, everybody? I'm recording this kind of as a, like a, you know, just a different type of episode, no intro. Um, One of those episodes where I just, uh, like, a, a thought kind of comes into my mind, and I'm like, I just, I need to talk about this on the podcast. And I think this might be interesting for those of you. Well, like most of Keep Keep Talking's audience is actually from outside the U.S. I mean, we have listeners from all over the place. But I think this might be interesting for those of you who, um, you know, are from outside of the U.S. to kind of hear what I think is a somewhat typical American U.S. citizen's perspective on the U.S. government and everything that's going on in the world and here, you know, at home right now um and i guess you know i don't have any like notes on this episode and i didn't like do any research you know it's 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 actually it's interesting because i was thinking i'm like you know as you see as this podcast has evolved i like to kind of go into different topics i mean i mostly focus on things that are more of like my area of interest and expertise which is nowadays like fitness nutrition biohacking and all that stuff but um you know i still am someone who has a uh, well i used to definitely have a lot of interest in things like international politics, global affairs and all that. And I don't really, it's one of those things where I don't really care that much about it anymore because I'm like, well, ultimately I don't work in that sphere at all. And there's not really much that I can do about it. I don't think. And it's also stuff that like doesn't affect me that much in my daily life. I mean, you guys know, if you listen to this podcast that I don't even like follow news in general anymore. Right. Um, and you know, part of that's actually, I'm Maybe we'll delve into a little bit of why as we go into this episode. But I was thinking to myself, like, maybe I should just do more episodes related to these topics, you know, international affairs, you know, the role of the U.S. government, if there should be any (laughs) in international politics and affairs nowadays. And, um, you know, I guess one thing I I got to thinking about, like, before I I was going to be like, which topics could I, like, research a little bit more and then talk about, you know, maybe things that I would naturally be more inclined to understand, like, you know, some of these wars that are going on around the world, in the Middle East in particular, because I've spent a decent amount of time there, and, you know, I speak Arabic and everything, and, um, but, but then I'm like, wait a minute, you know what, like, the, part of the big reason that I want to, like, I've kind of regained interest in this is because I think that now, on average, as U.S. citizens, we do not trust our government the way we used to. Like, not even close. I think that, so how, how do I put this? Like, I'm 34 years old, right? You know, I'm, I'm a U.S. citizen. I've lived in the U.S. basically my whole life. You know, I've, yeah, I've traveled to like, you know, spent time in like 10 different countries and have been overseas a little bit. But basically have lived in the U.S. my entire life. And I feel like, you know, when I was growing up in the, you know, the 90s and then, you know, the 2000s, whatever, I felt like most of us had this image that, oh, well, you know, the the United States and the United States government is like, we're, we're the good guys in the world, you know, and part of this is you could call like propaganda and brainwashing because they, and I feel like every country does this to a certain extent. Like they teach about how good their country is to the kids at school and everything and, and all that. But I feel like genuinely up until like maybe 10 years ago, I felt like there was still like a genuine for most people, most, 
U.S. citizens, most people who live here, would say that, like, yes, you know, America, the United States, is, is a force for good in the world, and we are a good thing in general, right? We represent freedom. We represent opportunities. You know, yeah, we may be in, involved in, like, a war here or there, but it's for, like, a good cause or whatever. Like, I felt like – and then there was also just kind of, like, a general trust in government overall. This, this is just the way that I feel, you know. Um, I feel like in general, in general, okay, like I know there's lots of things that go way back, you know, that, yeah, there's racism that goes way back, there's there's slavery, there's all sorts, you know, the war on drugs, there's, there's all sorts of, of issues, but I felt like in general um, that the people of the U.S. trusted their government for the most part and saw the government as a force for mostly good in the world and, you know, saw it as... A country of you know opportunities and like like just like you know we, we saw our government as like like let's say less corrupt right you know um that's one thing that you know at least i felt like when i was growing up i was always told is is and this is like from parents teachers and everyone is that like well you know there's like a lot of corruption in these other governments for example you know whether it's so mexico there's the cartels and then oh like china there's the chinese communist party that just rules everything in russia there's the oligarchs and all this corruption eastern europe corruption africa you know like we were told that there's just like corruption all over the world but then that the u.s government really doesn't have that much corruption which i think now <laughs> is it's just like we don't believe that anymore like we think there's corruption of different types of course but long story short, I just think that, you know, we here as the, the people of the United States of America, we just don't trust our government very much anymore. And um, I know I'm making this is an, like a general generalization, right? But I feel like, and, I, and like I said, these, this is not like I took a poll, right? But I feel like if you would have polled the American people in, you know, 2000, the year 2000, basically just asked a question like do you trust your government or do you think that your government is a force for good throughout the world and it just gave them yes or no like 90 percent 80 to 90 percent would have probably said yes i feel like it's like maybe 50 percent or less now and i mean i'm laughing like i'm and this is, man, again if people might disagree with me but i really feel this is the case and i kind of want to get into why like why have we the american people in my opinion lost faith and lost trust in our government um and i'm talking kind of on like a global scale as it relates to you know international relations and then also kind of the way well, i don't know it's called domestic affairs let me get into a little bit of why right and so i think that kind of the biggest thing that, that, that kind of got this all started i would say i mean certainly there would have been anti you know war movements uh, things like that like during the you know the vietnam war and everything but i think this really, at least in my lifetime, obviously, um, I think most Americans would agree now that it seems like it was a big mistake and just kind of like wrong for us to invade Iraq the way we did and start the war there in 2003. Now, I'm not going to get into many details, and I don't, just because I was so young at the time, I didn't you know, know hardly anything about the first Iraq war in 91 or whatever it was, but um, I think that most Americans would agree now that it seems like, from what we know, from what we're told now after the fact, that invading Iraq in 2003 under the premise of, oh, you know, Saddam has nuclear weapons and then they might be related, somehow Iraq might be related to Al-Qaeda and what happened on 9-11 and everything, like, okay, long story short, I think we agree now, for the most part as a country, that that invasion was 
wrong and misguided um, and that that war really shouldn't have happened, which obviously cost tons and tons of civilian lives and displaced, you know, millions of Iraqis without going into all the details. Like most Americans now, after seeing what we think we know about everything, after the fact, we think, yeah, our government really should not have done that. And they're obviously... You know, whether you believe that the reasons were just to try to control all of the oil throughout the Middle East, because it's kind of funny, like when I was in Jordan, in um, you know, which is right next to Iraq, when I was there in 2011, at that time I was still definitely a believer in like, oh yeah, the U.S. government's good, we're good, <laughs> um, like we're nice, we're the good guys in the world, um, I, and like you know, I was told by many of them like, no, we know that the U.S. invaded Iraq for oil, <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, like, we invaded Iraq because Saddam was going to make nuclear weapons and Saddam's a bad guy, you know, and like, and, you know, I think now, you know, whether you think it's like, the, you know, whether it was oil, whether it was, you know, whatever interests, like, the bottom line is most Americans now, I think a lot of us maybe supported the war at that time, and like I said, I was only 14 years old at the time, what did I know, but where I think most Americans kind of supported the war at the time, I'm not, I don't have like a poll on this, but. Anyway, I feel like most Americans kind of supported the war in a certain way at the time, um, and now just most Americans are like, yeah, that was that was bad and that was wrong, and uh, you know, once again, generalizing here, generalizing, um, you know. So you take that, and then you know, it's kind of it's it's just been a trend since then. I think you know, as someone like I said who has studied the Middle East, I haven't followed it that much over the past five or six years. But I mean, you look at everything that's happened in so many different countries. You know the. You know, from all of the Arab Spring outbreaks, from you know Syria to Egypt to Tunisia to you know Libya, um, everything that happened in Iraq and Afghanistan, and then you know Yemen, um, which Yemen is, uh, yeah, uh, and it seems like unfortunately nobody cares about Yemen on the global scale, but I think that's still a big mess. Interestingly enough, and I've talked about this on another podcast episode before. I met a guy from Libya when I was in Morocco, and he said, you know what, actually that whole like Libya Civil War thing that they talked about in like 2011 through 2000 whatever wasn't even really like a big deal. But I have, so anyway, that's a whole other point. Like how much do you trust everything that you hear in the media, which for me is like not that much nowadays. But anyway, I, I think that like most Americans now essentially feel like this is one big aspect of this whole episode is that most of us now feel that our government in terms of international affairs is you could just say kind of like an imperialist country and is not necessarily like a good guy that like we should not have been invading all these places we should not have gone to war in all these places you know and this goes way back i can't even think of the story was it you know was it was it nicaragua oh god i mean there was the contras the i mean all the things you know that the cia has done all the things that the u.s government has done um all of the countries that we've invaded in, you know, either overtly or covertly, secretly, um, I think most Americans now kind of are starting to think that, yeah, very little of this was because the U.S. government is like a, a, a super nice guy. Like, I get that it's it's never it's never like super black and white anyway. Like, we can't say the U.S. is wrong to do all of this stuff, um, but I think most Americans now feel that we just should not have been getting into all these other countries business and you know starting these wars invading places whatever 
Uh, I think that's more of the general consensus. And obviously, I'm overgeneralizing, right? But whereas, like I said, maybe 20 years ago, it might have been, you know, 70% of the population thinks, yeah, it is necessary for the U.S. to intervene in a lot of these places, whereas now it's maybe more like 30%. I just don't think that, I think most of the U.S., you know, population now just thinks that our government has overdone it with all of this, you know, warmongering, I guess. And believe it or not, this is actually, I think, a decent part of the reason that Donald Trump got elected back in 2016 is because he kind of, you know, promised, you know, like, hey, let's, you know, make America great again here at home, as opposed to, you know, he kind of, you know, said that he wasn't going to intervene in a lot of places. And, you know, you could look at, it's funny because I don't even think it really makes a difference who the president is anymore. I mean, like they're, I feel like the U.S. president has less power overall, like definitely less power than like a Putin or like a Xi Jinping in China. Um, like the U.S. president is just controlled by too many other things, in my opinion. But anyway, the point is, like, this is just my opinion. I'm just kind of talking out of my ass here with the knowledge that I have and just, you know, I like to share my opinions on this podcast. So so here we go, you know. But um, but anyway, but, um, yeah, so so Trump, you know, was he good for, you know, the U.S. global affairs? Was he not? Yeah, you could, you know, go back and forth either way. But I don't think you could say any president or any administration has really been, you know, good in that area for God knows how long, right? So I think that's kind of the, the, like one big aspect of it is like the U.S. people were now sitting here thinking, you know what, I just don't think that our government is like a good guy on the global scale anymore. And we just kind of see things now a little bit more objectively and are like, okay, yeah, maybe that was like okay and justified, but that definitely wasn't and it's just not so black and white and, and you know, like war is always ugly and international politics is ugly in any way. So that's kind of one big aspect of it. And I think that the more and more that we learn or that we think we learn as more and more facts come out about some of these things, um, the more we agree that, yeah, our government should just not be intervening um, so much, especially when we have all of these issues obviously still going on here at home, right? And then, you know, so another big aspect of this is what happened during COVID. Um, You know, the pandemic, I've expressed on this podcast my general opinion on COVID, which is I think that COVID um, is something that, you know, I I do think it was a a serious virus. Uh, I I do think, you know, I I got two doses of the Moderna vaccine, kind of didn't really want to, but then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to freaking need it. So just stick me with the damn thing right and then i'm like no i'm not getting any more boosters this crap it's not working and causes a lot of side effects but anyway like my take on COVID at this point is is like yes you know the virus is it's it's not like it's conspiracy theory like yes it was a virus yes you know it was a real thing um but it was overblown in my opinion the reaction to it and i also think I'm, i'm guessing if i had to guess i think it came from the lab um, I don't think it was like really intentional. If I had to guess, I'm just thinking it's something that happened on accident. And then a lot of powerful people took advantage of it. And, um, I think that this is a big aspect now of why the U S people in general don't trust the government or the institutions, you know, that are supposed to help us that much because, and, and see part of this, you know, is speaks to the divide between the, you know, Democrats and Republicans here in the U S and a lot of it depends on where you're from, whatever, and which news you're following both sides of which are full of shit for the most part, in my opinion. But like long story short, um, I think that probably a solid, at least 50% of the American population now 
thinks that we were to a certain extent manipulated with COVID. Now, I live in a, in a, in a liberal city, Minneapolis, where most people kind of just believe the left-wing narrative, as I call it, you know, and we're like, oh, yeah, it was a serious virus, and maybe we should still be wearing masks, and everybody should be vaccinated. Um, but I think that, well, particularly if you're in more Republican areas, most people think, yeah, this was kind of bullshit. <laughs> um, and, you know, definitely the response to it was was not correct. And so, so like, there's that aspect of it where the people don't really trust the government in response to a public health crisis. Like, not, not even – and it's much worse than just, like, not – it's much worse than the people thinking that the government didn't know how to react properly. It's that the people think that they were being lied to throughout a lot of it. And, and I'm someone who – you know, see, the thing about me is I guess I don't really think even – especially as it relates to the pandemic. I don't even think that like the US government was controlling that much of of really anything, you know? I mean, I think it's the big tech companies. I've said this before on this podcast. I think that the big tech companies are are more powerful than pretty much any government at this point anyway. Um you know, you could argue that that Putin and Xi Jinping probably have more power than on a global scale than the the big tech companies. But I think that the big tech companies have more power than the U.S. government, in my opinion, at this point. And I mean, up for debate, you know, and it depends on what area of life. But um, but anyway, um, so I think that there's a lot of mistrust just for big institutions, for the whole government in general and everything, just just based on everything that happened with the pandemic. That's a big part of it. And another thing that's that's happened, and this is like who to blame for this, but there's the media issue in the United States. And what I mean by the media issue is like news media, news in the United States is no longer like really even news in the traditional sense. It's opinions. Like it's literally, if you think that I'm giving like a lot of opinions on this podcast, which I am, like listening to news here in the U.S. is way worse. It's like not even reporting facts. It's just, you know, like the representative from CNN, MSNBC, which is the left-wing media, versus the representative from Fox, the right-wing media, just giving their opinions, most of which is totally biased towards either the Republican or Democratic, you know, narrative, right? It's it's totally opinionated. And it's it's really not even news. And the problem is, is that both sides call the other side wrong and a liar and all this. And so there comes a point where you're like, okay, well, I know you're both wrong. I know you're both being biased and manipulative. Like, I don't fully trust anything you say. And I've talked about this before on this podcast as well. I had a friend who who told me this a couple years ago. It was like, you know, after about one year of the pandemic, he's like, Sean, the fact that someone who's like pretty reasonable like you doesn't believe what you hear in mainstream news, that's really dangerous. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's the reality is I don't. Like, how could you believe it when one side says something and the other side says something almost totally opposite and they both just call each other liars? Like, there is a reason for this. Like, very, like I would say it's a large percentage of Americans don't fully trust the news now. Um, and this is something, I'm sure it's the same way around the world. I mean, there's propaganda everywhere around the world, um, you know, in all different countries. And and I think what we've realized here in the U.S. is that we are not an exception to that. We are not an exception to corruption, to propaganda, to all these things that we thought we didn't have, right? Um, you know, we thought we were the, you know, the, the, what would be the word, like the 
the representation of, I don't know, the bastion of, the homeland for, I don't know, for for freedom, for anti-corruption, for anti-censorship. And that's another thing, too, now. And part of this is big tech's fault, not the U.S. government's fault, but but just the amount of censorship that is out there, um, you know, on social networks and on certain platforms. Um, and it's particularly, it's, it's in my opinion, it's more left-wing censorship. Um, it's It's extreme left-wing ideologies and, you know, people, I guess, if you will, and platforms that are shutting down people who are considered more quote-unquote alt-right. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's a big issue as well because, you know, it, it just freedom of speech. Like, I don't think that freedom of speech exists that much in America anymore. Um, I think that part of it, part of it is, you know, people, certain opinions are silenced on certain platforms. And another part of it is that most of us are scared to say what we truly feel because we know that we could lose our job, you know, if we say the wrong thing in the wrong situation. So there's a corporate aspect of it as well. Um, but so I think that freedom of speech um, has become a bit more limited in the U.S. And to make a long story short, like all these things that the U.S. was kind of supposed to stand for, you know, like freedom, freedom of speech, lack of corruption, you know, seeming like a a good guy on like a global international scale. I feel like, you know, for the most part, the, the people here don't really believe that that much anymore. We, we, it's not like we see ourselves as like a bad guy necessarily. I don't think that that many people think the U S government is like bad, bad. Um, but I think they just see it from more like a realist perspective now, you know, which is, I mean, maybe that's healthy, honestly. Like I, I feel like they see the U S government similar enough to, I don't know. Do I, do I dare say that like similar enough to the, the Russian government and Putin? I, I don't know. But I think that, you know, a lot of people like myself now included, as you can tell by my tone in this podcast, we just think like, okay, well, yeah, the U.S. government does things for its own interest, not even necessarily for the interest of the people. Um, and we could get we could go into like, you know, who is the deep state, quote unquote? Is there a deep state? Who's really, you know, what about all these lobbies and lobbyists, which like the whole that whole lobby thing? That's that's another whole another mess. But um, anyway, like the, the point is um, and I'm not even going to. Yeah going to you know to start talking about like all the the powerful people out there that are connected with freaking jeffrey epstein and i don't know what else right but um yeah i think that a lot of americans now we just don't really feel like our government has the best interests of the people and definitely not the best interests of you know other people around the globe um when making policy decisions um yeah. So I don't know. And like I said, I mean, this is not even necessarily like that bad of a thing. I mean, it's 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 maybe it's maybe good because it's just like more realistic. I think that like a lot of times like people like me who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s, like when it was a really good time for the most part in the U.S., you know, economically. And I feel culturally like I kind of feel like that was maybe like the golden age of of america was like the 90s and 2000s you know the the soviet union had collapsed so the u.s was kind of the lone quote-unquote superpower it was great economic times you know not that there weren't problems there certainly were but overall it was a pretty good you know uh decade or two there and then we you know kind of had the well obviously 9-11 happened and then the financial crisis in 2008 and like we got these kind of cultural i'm not going to say a culture war but this some of these cultural issues that have started i would say over the past 10 years that are really now becoming you know really right in front of our face um 
Yeah, um, related to things like, you know, transgenderism and, um, you know, uh, identity politics, things like that, um, which are interesting debates now as well. And I've talked about them a little bit on the podcast. But long story short, it definitely does seem seem like, you know, the U.S. is in decline in terms of its place in the world and like how, you know, powerful, quote unquote, we are. Uh, yeah, but but I mean, like, that's fine. Like I said, does it even really matter if you live in the country that's, quote unquote, the most powerful? No. Like, I know, like, you know, 70% of you listening to this podcast are from places like Colombia, Mexico, Spain, right? And like, is your government the most powerful government in the world? No. But like, you might live a very good life. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't doesn't necessarily matter that much is what I'm getting at. Um I don't know. Yeah, but I guess I, I guess that concludes everything I wanted to go over. Like why I feel like the people here in the U.S. in general have kind of just lost faith in our government um, over the last maybe twenty years or so. You know, and it kind of starts with the uh, you know provoking all of these international conflicts or getting involved in all these international conflicts, maybe unnecessarily a lot of times, and just causing a lot of damage, death, and destruction um, without it being necessary, possibly. You know, then kind of the the media, the media and the pandemic are all kind of related. But the fact that there's pretty much there's very little trust in the media at this point anymore either, which is obviously, you know, even though it's not like state controlled or whatever, like it is in certain areas of the world, you know, the media is a big, heavily influenced by political parties and things like that as well, and really linked with the government. So, um, heck, I don't know. Yeah, that's where we're at. Not like I said, not even necessarily like a bad thing it's just like okay yeah this is the reality of where we're at and it's fine and i'm looking out my window right now and oddly enough the american flag is at half mast is there like a mass shooting today i don't even i'm not even gonna talk about mass shootings in this episode why do they lower the flag all of a sudden all right well anyway it's still a nice afternoon here here in the u.s in minneapolis where i am it's almost summer finally and uh you know things are fine but um yeah, just kind of that's, that's my that's my state of the union, right? If I run for president, which I think I'm almost eligible now because you have to be 35, I, I could technically run, right? I think you just got to be 35, and I will be 35 by the, the elections in 2024. So probably don't have quite enough money to get like a campaign going, you know? And I, I mean, they say there's they say that like stuff is fair, but you need a lot of money to run for president. Let's be real. So might have to bump up the the ads here in these keep talking episodes get a little more cash before i can make a run but this could be my my state of the union address like why i think the american people don't trust the government that much anymore vote for me (laughs) i hope you agreed in my opinion even if you didn't still vote for me (laughs) all right um yeah